Welcome to episode 101 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, Splatter Chatter. Did you say Spotcast? I did, because my fucking Invisaligns are in. We are an unedited, unscripted chat about horror movies. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. I like this episode 101. It's like chemistry 101. 101. Yeah. It's horror 101. Horror 101. We should have like used that. Terrorvision. Splatter chatter. Dan, what have you been doing? Uh, this week, and I went skateboarding. You're always Just, skateboarding. Yeah, but like, no, I'm not as much as I want to. It's winter, yeah. It's winter. I'm old. <laughs> I got a business. I got a baby. I just and I have to find friends that are the same age that also want to go skateboarding at that exact time. Yeah, which is is nearly impossible. So we're all very busy old people. Mm. I went you know. skating. It was wicked. I did it for like five hours. I the whole week. I was like, <gasps> my calves are all locked up. And yeah, you were, we were having lunch, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just raw. Yeah, when I straightened my legs out, I was like, oh god. <laughs> Um, but that's fine. I mean, at least it, uh, it's, you know, that little note to say that you're alive. Yeah. Yes. A letter yeah. from your body. Hey, mate, if, you're not dead. If you don't feel pain, you, how do you know you're alive? It's true. It's very it's true. true. You know. Like that crimes of the future oh, yes. movie. Yep. Where, if, uh, yeah. Everyone should watch that. Cronenberg's new film. Yeah, check it out. Um, but yeah, set in a world where humans have evolved to the point where they don't feel pain anymore. Mm. And um, so pain then becomes very sexy. So you cut yourselves up erotically. And I'm like, that's cool. Probably what would happen. I thought straight away, I was like, if, if, if humans lost our pain receptors, I think it would turn into a sexual thing. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, sexiness is like borderlining on pain, I yeah. assume. What, have you not seen Hellraiser? I haven't. No, I didn't think you did. Yeah, yeah. You, you should watch it. No, but when I was watching I was like, yeah, that's what would happen. Like, mm. idiots, like, it would all turn into, like, fuck. There's no pain, and also in that world, uh, disease has been gone, so you can cut yourself up and you don't ever fester up or anything, you just yeah. heal over time. Yeah, it was kind of cool, it was an interesting watch. Yeah, to nothing say to do least. with what we're talking about today. No, that's fine. Uh, I've had a busy week, I think the only fun thing I did this week was play some D&D. Ooh. A couple of like a couple of hour session was fun, got to kill some things. Turned into a werebear. Oh, you are a werebear? I'm a werebear. Did you make that decision just because you wanted to be one or did it accidentally happen to you? Okay, so I am new to d and I don't play it, but I was like, I really want to be a Wendigo. How can I be a Wendigo? And they're like, you can't be a Wendigo. It doesn't really. I'm like, but it exists on this website. And they're like, mm, no. I'm like, oh. Is, a were- is that a werebear, a Wendigo? No, like a Wendigo is like a, like a cryptid uh, in... Uh, North America, like Native Indians, like it's a whole thing about like cannibalism and there's a whole thing about it. It's really cool. Um, and they look really cool. So I kind of wanted to be Wendigo and they're like, no. So my next best choice was Werebear. 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 I can know there was a movie about the Wendigo. Yes. Uh, Antlers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And of course, uh, the Until Dawn uh, game was about the Wendigo as well. Oh yeah. I watched yeah. all the death scenes of that. I yeah. could be playing it. I just watched the death scenes. They're all right. fine. Um, so that's literally all I have done this week that is of any interest to anyone. Yeah, right. But yeah, but it was fun. I like playing. Um, but yeah, so this week uh, I decided that we were going to do a super easy kind of episode for us. Um, and we're going to talk about movies that are based on or inspired by true stories. Yeah, so, oh, look at this. It's true. Disclaimer, well, I don't know. fucking believe in anything. You no, know what I mean? Know I don't believe don't. in ghosts. I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in God. I don't believe I don't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's real weird. Because um, I just, 
I just don't think humans are good enough to have that shit. That, that's <laughs> like, totally we're fair. We're just rubbish cunts who have evolved. Like, why would there be a man in the sky going, <laughs> don't masturbate? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's why, very true. Like, and if, if you don't believe in God, then there goes there goes ghosts. There goes fucking. Well, there goes I vampires. Okay, so necessarily, like ghosts could be a science based thing. It's I don't think a ghost has anything to do with God. It could be residual energy, not not God energy, just energy. No, no, no. That's fine. That's it's fine. like it's just a massive coincidence we exist, in yeah. my opinion. So I'm just no, like, yeah, fair. just just deal with it. Be happy with it. I did watch this week, you know, that movie, that documentary, Hail Satan. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. And um, yeah, because that's got that kind of thing of it's like they don't even believe in Satan. The 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 was it the Satan Church? What's it called? The Satanic Church. Sa- Satanic Temple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's an Adelaide faction. There is. And I was like, ooh, maybe but- I'll join. I went to buy a T-shirt <laughs> like, or whatever, but yeah. Nice. I wanted to nice. buy the statue that they made. The like, Baphomet one, it's really cool. Yeah, and but it's like, it's like 100 bucks, and I was like, and Claire's like, my wife is like, yeah, you can have it in the shed <laughs> or in the office, but not anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It could, you know. Like, could- I, really, I really liked what they stood for, which is just basically about like, oh, you know, if if Christianity can have all this stuff, then we follow Satan. They didn't follow Satan, though. No. No, they don't believe in Satan. They just believe in equal rights. Like it's basically just going fuck your religion. If they, you want these rules, you have to let other people abide by those rules as well. Well, and they're I like kind that. of leading the charge at the moment with the, you know, the Roe versus Wade thing, the abortion issue in America, and how it's like a, a religious freedom rule. So they have come across and said, well, you know, based on our church, it is your religious freedom to have an abortion. So uh, they're really standing up for this. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they're really doing oh, a lot man. of good. How much hate do the Christians throw on there? Oh, they my just, God. And they can't even see past it. The fact that they're using d- the devil as their icon, they mm. can't see past that. No. They don't even, like, even like they're the same, but they don't believe in the devil. No. They can't see past that. The devil's involved, and it's a genius marketing act. It's all marketing, and like yeah, and they're really get smart the about out. it. I, I find it very fascinating, but I find that stuff very fascinating. I find um, like the satanic panic hugely fascinating. All that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not a religious person though, but anyhow, back but yeah. to stuff based on real true stories. That's right. Good marketing means slogging a little based on a true story oh. on your film, and you know that shit's going to sell. Well, that was a. Uh... Texas Chainsaws, that wasn't it? That was, yes, a Texas Chainsaw um, inspired by the events of Ed Gein. But was it even really inspired? Like, wasn't it just totally just nothing in the end? It was just kind of like, yeah. Well, Ed- it was based outside. Well, it was, <laughs> like, it, it was just- inspired by. So, like, Ed Gein, uh, you know, he, he did wear, a, like, uh, face stuff. Stuff. He did, you know, he had, like, things cut up, uh, lampshades made out of skin and. All this stuff in his house. I don't... Like, he, he was more of a grave digger than a murderer. I think he only ever killed, like, one or two people. I oh, say so he just dug up corpses and fucked with them? Yeah. Pretty much. Woo. So, yes. Good on him. Yeah. Good. Well done. So, yeah. my first film that I want to talk about... So, I tried to choose ones that... Number one, films I liked. Yes. And number one... Number two, films that aren't may not have been as obviously based or inspired by a true story. So, everyone knows... You know, everyone knows Jaws. Everyone knows Texas Chainsaw. Everyone knows, like, 
I'm trying to think of some other ones that you're not on your list. Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Yeah, stuff like that. Like everyone knows that those films are, you know, they're marketed as based on a true yeah. story. But these are ones that maybe some of mine are ones that, you know, maybe you didn't know they're based on true. And the first one is the 1956 movie The Blob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So The Blob. As in blobby, blobby alien from space who doesn't like to ice skate. <laughs> um, the blob was inspired by a 1950s incident involving a handful of Philadelphian police officers who witnessed a mysterious gelatinous alien. I don't like the word alien. I suppose if it's from the sky, it's alien, isn't it? Yes. A gelatinous alien mass fall from the sky. It allegedly dissolved before long and it didn't eat anyone. It didn't do anything. It just went it just down. This is kind of like, the, you know, the... Because there are those jelly incidents. Have you seen that shit online? No. There's like, yeah, there are, there's, there's whole towns that get rained in jelly. Hmm. Like jelly rain, like jellyfish or jelly rain. They're, you can look them up. There's, it's happened heaps of times. Like, yeah. And it's like something to do with something. You know science. what I mean? Yeah, it's science. It's, it's them going like, you know, it's a, I can't remember what it is. There is an explanation. Yeah. It's a weird one. And there's just, always an explanation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Mold and Scully coming in, solving that shit. But uh, it, and I just assume that this maybe is an early yeah. version of the jelly, the sky jellies. Uh, but I fucking love it. Like the idea that they're, they're just like, oh, and straight away there's like something from the sky. Alien. Yeah. Alien blob coming down to, to, to eat us and not ice skate. Because he doesn't like ice, does he? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't like the cold. And then that went on to obviously make the uh, the uh, the the remake of the Blob film, which is one of my favourites, which is a fucking cool it's, film. We know this. We know that it's a great film. You can listen to our episode on it. But, but yeah. I had yeah until I researched this, I had no idea it was based on a uh, inspired. Yeah, that's an inspired. Yeah, inspired. What's the difference between inspired and based? Based okay. is like they're retelling the story. Yeah. Inspired is they're using elements of it. Yeah, so uh, the best way to do it is to segue into my next one. Um, so The Conjuring 2013, the whole franchise, based on. Um, whereas something like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, inspired by. So they basically took a couple of elements from this crime that's happened and they've made a whole film out of it. Whereas The Conjuring franchise, you know, it's it's based on not just one but many historical incidents that uh, involve paranormal investigators and Lorraine Warren. Um, I mean, obviously everything, even if it is based on, it's always going to... It's not going to be 100% Lorraine, Is Ed and Lorraine Warren the original names of the people that yes. they use? So that's more of a based on yeah. thing. Yeah, they're using real names. They're using real events Places. that happen. So like the... Um, I can't remember the Perrin family from... And the Conjuring house. Um, the house looks nothing like that in real life. It's, you know, the and it's just all these events... Yeah, yeah. Just changed for whatever. Yeah, I drew the Conjuring house just recently. It's just a house. It is. It's just a weird farm house. Like a mid-century house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Sold for millions and millions of dollars. and Really? Just oh, because yeah. of its, like, fame? Well, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you'd buy it and you'd open a haunted B&B, right? No, I wouldn't buy it. Well, no, you wouldn't buy it because you're, <laughs> you're you, but I'd buy it and I'd open a haunted B&B and I, just make a fuck ton of money. I just feel like an idiot if I did that I just because I don't believe it, like... No, but it doesn't mean you can't profit off of it. It's true. It's all about money. 
So the Conjuring and then like Annabelle, is that the other ones? The, the yes, doll shit? Is the that- Annabelle is based on a real doll. It is a rag doll, not the creepy fucking doll. Oh, actually, they, yeah. They I, I drew that the other day in my comic as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because nice. I was putting real life shit into stuff. like the, What's that box called? The Yadibic box. Yeah, I, I just don't know how to say it. That's it's fine. such a stupid it's, looking word. Well, because it's, it's Hebrew. Yeah, but it, no, yeah. meaning it's a stupid looking word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I drew that doll the other day. And it looks like the Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, no, it is a Raggedy Ann doll, basically. Oh. Yeah. And that's so, in like a museum as well. Yes, it is. So, yeah, so basically like the, the whole Conjuring franchise, you know, the first film opens up with the Annabelle story, which is their most famous one. Um, so, you know, these people that were, this girl was gifted this Annabelle doll. They find out that like all this strange shit's happening. They bring in a medium who Wait, then... is that the first Conjuring film, the 2013? Yeah, so the first Conjuring film starts... First, like, ten minutes of this film is, like, a cold open with Annabelle. Oh. And it sets you up for, like, who the Warrens are and what they do. And and then it just, bam, straight into the parent family moving to this house. And then it's haunted and shit happens. And then, then Lorraine, come on in. and It's very, like, new... Now, the Conjuring to me reminds me of like modern day poltergeist, like that family just gets keeps getting fucked over. Like, yeah, the fucking poltergeist. And the dad looks like the dad from Poltergeist. He does. Like he's like this, he could be the son of the actor of that guy. Like, and I was just like, oh. yeah, he looks really like him, doesn't he? Yeah. The only problem I have with the, like I really enjoy the Conjuring series. Um, not so much like the spin-offs, um, like the Annabelle franchise and the the Nun franchise, but is the, the Nun part of it as well? Yeah. Yeah, right. Which I feel is also kind of inspired by something, but I I don't know. A nun? Probably. A fucked up nun? Clearly. Um, but yeah, like, you know, the the franchise itself is really cool. I very much enjoy the Conjuring films, but like as you get to like the third one, you kind of see that they are not hiding the fact that they're like this, you know, Warner Brothers are trying to push a Christian agenda. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. But like once you hit the third, the third film, because it's like the devil made me do it. That is based on a court case where a guy was possessed by a I, demon, killed someone, went to prison for it, um, and they had to prove that he was possessed by a devil or, or a demon. Um, it's like the man versus God. Remember that with the yeah. Billy Connolly, where his boat gets hit by lightning, and yes, not to pay out insurance, they have to say it was an act of go- not an act of God or whatever. Or- exactly. So yeah. So but this third film becomes very heavily Christian based, like satan bad god good oh. and it's not even like hidden in- well the problem is if the conjuring is real like as i said ghost that means god exists in that world oh yeah in the conjuring franchise like he's like uh ed, ed warren was like a very heavily religious guy he was a very i think catholic i don't know No, but like within the actual world that they've made in yeah. the, the make-out world of the conjuring i i can accept that god exists in the make-out world yeah like i don't get angry at horror movies that the god exists or the devil exists mm. Because these are all just fucking stories. If I got angry that like, oh, you're saying God's real? Because not I'll be angry though. Like, oh, you're saying the the the, the blob coming from that? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You can't get mad about that. No, I love stories. I just don't want to ever believe them. That's fine. Like in them. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. The X Files made me run home from my friend's house every Thursday when it used to be on, and no, I just scare myself does. running. It doesn't matter. You can still enjoy and be scared by weird shit. Doesn't hmm. mean you have to believe in it. Hmm. What's your next film? Uh, my next film is a bit more of an obvious one, is The Exorcist. Yep. 1973. Linda Blair, is that her name? Yes. Yeah, Linda Blair acting as the old, what was her name, Riley or something? Reagan. Reagan. I knew it was an R. That's a very <laughs> strange girl's name, especially in the 73. Name your kid Reagan. 
Yes. Oh, no, Reagan. When did he come in? Ronald Reagan. Yeah. 80s. 80s, yeah. That's fine then. Anyhow, The Exorcist was adapted from a 1971 novel of the same name. The book was based um, at least partially on a story of some 13-year-old boy who doesn't have a name. No, no one, they never no, recorded they his think name. Write it down. That makes it easy to like not be able to, like, you know, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a 13-year-old boy who exhibited signs of possession in Cottage City, MD, in 1949. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was, everything was so accurately recorded in 1949. Oh, yeah, but there are just like, you could, you could go into your local town magistrate and they've got all the information there all the and uh, you know everyone like no one jumps to conclusions in 1949 about, no it's like, not really easy to change your identity or anything like that or the fake that in, there's a demon in you yeah and well, i was with a 13 year old boy what could that have been what would make a boy act like that at 13 abuse puberty Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh I, yeah. I, was more I mean, that's 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 what it comes down to a lot, water. and that's what a lot of the satanic panic comes down to is like people being abused, but blam- blaming Satan and stuff like that. Mm. You know, satanic panic was idiocy, oh, and also satanic so... panic was just a way to like, like put it brand something you didn't like and to yeah. get rid of it. And then a lot of the oh, I don't like it, and if I don't like it, and I like God, therefore it must be satanic. Exactly. And a lot of the QAnon is using the exact same shit from the Satanic Panic. They're just like crossing out Satanic Panic and putting in like... Pizza uh, pedophiles? <laughs> updated like words from today. That's stupid. Anyway, my next movie... Oh, is... you go straight on. Don't want to talk about the Exorcist. Oh, you want to talk about the Exorcist? I'll fucking talk about the Exorcist all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nowhere to be. You're throwing me off. Continue <laughs> with your lad. Oh, I've lost my train of thought. On the Exorcist? Just on everything. Oh, that's fair. I apologize. Uh, so, Eaten Alive, 1977. Is that your movie? Is that the name of it? Yeah, it's called Eaten Alive. I don't know this one. Really? Oh, so this one didn't quite make my Animal Attack uh, list last week. It is a Gator film. Um, it stars a very young Robert England. But Ooh. basically, it's... So, this film is, is um, a guy that owns a shitty motel... People come stay in it. He's just having a real bad day. And then he kind of kills them and feeds them to his gator. Yeah, we should say what these films are about first. In yeah. case people haven't seen them, I just realised. I didn't do that for any of mine. I assume everyone knows what The Blob is and The Exorcist, though. And my next two films as well. I'd say so. Yeah, um, I didn't know this one, though. But yeah, so the events of Eaten Alive um, is, is basically based on a real-life alligator killer called Joe Ball. He murdered at least two women in the 1930s and disposed of the bodies by feeding them to his pet alligator. Uh, Good which, plan. He, which he kept in his, like, bar. His what? His bar. Like, he had, like, this... So like a, a pub? A bar? Yeah, a pub. He, and it was, like, a uh, an attraction? Yeah, it would have been a, some kind of attraction. Like a like, gator farm. Like... Come drink a beer and poke at the gator. Yeah, right. And he just fed people to it. Yeah. It is a good idea. That pigs as well, because yeah. they, they can digest bone. Yeah. So that there's nothing left. That's what the apparently the organized crimesmans do. The organized crimesmans. <laughs> yeah, the crimesmans. <laughs> um, I'm saying it like that because I actually don't know if that's real. I've just seen it on Sopranos <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I'm just assuming that. Well, you saw it in a TV series. It must be real. So they like so this horrible thing. They're just like, you know what? So is eating alive about a man that feeds people, or is it just a gator film? 
So basically what it is is like, so it's this film about like this, this guy who is running a hotel, uh, well, a motel on the edge of a swamp. Really, he's just, he's just having a bad, like he's a, a Vietnam vet. He's loopy as all fuck and he's just having a real bad time. Like it, it's a lot of PTSD and trauma. Mm-hmm. So then people rock up to his um, establishment and they start sort of, they need a room. They start demanding things. The dickheads. Yeah. And he, it's just, it's literally just like, it's just one bad day. And then he, you know, he accidentally kills someone and oh, whoops. then it just becomes full-blown murder and... It just goes into falling down. Yeah, but it's a really good film. Like, it's definitely well worth a watch. Yeah, right. I've, would you, is it a horror? It is a horror. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like set, it's definitely filmed on like a lot. So you can, you sort of just see, it's always got like this one sort of standard color for the sky at like sunset. And oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. I love it. It was really good. So I definitely recommend it, especially if you like gator films. I don't. I don't like big animal films. We've, we've already established we've, We that. have established this. Yes. My next film is the not so well known Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Well, no, Ooh. just Nightmare on Elm Street 1 from 1984. Wes Craven was inspired to write that story by reports of Asian men throughout the 70s and 80s dying in their sleep, a phenomenon that was at the time was labelled the Asian death syndrome, <laughs> the old ADS. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I know, because I always thought up until I researched it that uh, Wes Craven uh, based the nightmare stuff on his own nightmares. I think that also had an inspiring factor. Oh, so basically, so he got the idea of this guy and then put his nightmares into it, maybe. I'd say so, yeah. And do you reckon Wes Craven really dreamt about a, a man in a j- jacket? Nah, in a, nah, Freddie wouldn't have been. Anyhow, the Asian death syndrome. That's like, I need to know more about this Asian death syndrome. Yeah, what? have you looked up, like, looked about that at all? Because it sounds absolutely fa- fascinating. Yeah, it sounds like, like something that that, like, that YouTube guy that you watch should have done something on. Nick Crowley? Yeah. Or the Asian, uh, sudden, sudden other, sudden atherismic, atherismic, I can't even say that word, <laughs> atherismic death syndrome, it's also called. Sure. Um, I'm going to see if it doesn't an- just affect Asian men, it affects everyone. What was that? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, a syndrome of sudden and unexpected death. Death during sleep occurs among adult Southern East Asian refugees in the United States. Surveillance for the sudden death was conducted amongst some uh, some places. Refugees in blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was just... Uh, it was just, just in Thailand. I mean, I'm sure I could read more into this, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, right, right now, there's like full reports and everything about it. I just want to know like a simple thing of like, was it true? <laughs> like... Sudden unexplained death syndrome among Southeast Asians. There's, there's, there's heaps of shit on it, like heaps. Yeah. Um, I'm just seeing if there's any, like, you know, uh, uh, just a conclusion. <laughs> like part Read the synopsis. No, there's... Which I find very interesting, um, especially because that in itself could be its own movie. Um, I mean, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street, we get Freddy Krueger, we get this awesome, like, dreamscape scenes, we get a terrible franchise that runs parallel with it. Um, which is awesome and we love it. So I find it very, very interesting that this is uh, a thing that kind of inspired it. Yeah, it's definitely an, an, an inspo. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, I just like I love my Nightmare on the Street. I I've always liked Freddy. Yes, I've always liked the idea of Freddy, and I think I've said this before because number one, he in the film he only exists in dreams, right? Therefore, if you dream about Freddy, it's a hundred percent as real as it is in the film because it's he exists in the film. Yeah, he exists in your dream. If you dream about him, it's the same thing. It's I know I don't believe in anything, but like if you put it down to its like core concepts. He's a man that is in dreams, and if you dream about him, that is exactly the same as the film. So, theoretically, Freddy Krueger is real. Yeah. If you dream about him, if you would, I, I, I and allow, I used to dream I'll about him. All, I've dreamt about him a bunch of times. It's really? like the idea of like you're going to bed thinking about it, and then you, he just pops in there. Yeah. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just comes in, you know, nudge from Hey Dad. Just comes in. Oh, he gets God. like a, he gets an audience applause. Bringing out the references now. Yeah. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I've, that's what I've liked about Freddy, like the idea of it. I mean, it, it's silly and all that stuff, but yeah. Because they're doing another one or some shit, aren't they? Are they? I thought I read a thing that Robert Englund said he'd come back for Freddy one more time. That would oh, be he, great. He did an interview. Please do that. I don't want anyone else. Yeah, I don't want that fucking pedo Freddy no, again. No, nobody wants that. No one wants pedo Fred. No. Keep him away. Yeah. Frederick Pedorino. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, my fourth film was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Great. Inspired by a true story of Asian death syndrome. Asian death syndrome just seems like a racist term, eh? It kind of does. But if it's only happening to Asian people, then it's kind of not racist. I wonder if anyone throws around the the acronym ADS and expects people to know what it stands for. Quite possibly. Nice. All What's right. your next one? So my next one is The Hills Have Eyes, 1976. This is another Wes Craven film. Early film. Um, so the He's just fucking... Just, he's just doing it. He's just like, you know what? That, that seems cool. Make a horror movie out of that. Yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not? Um, so the 1976 version and, of course, the 2006 remake are both modern retellings of the story of Sawney Bean. <laughs> Sawney Bean? Sawney Bean. Old Sawney. Old Bean. Uh, who legend has it uh, led a clan of dozens of cannibals in killing over a thousand people in Scotland around the 16th century? So uh, they really they changed just the of, time period, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they changed the time period. They put them in the desert in the middle of fucking nowhere in America. Um, <laughs> Americans don't understand if it's not in America because it's. Well, no, that's true. Because then if it's not in America, it's just a foreign film. They don't want to watch it. I have told you my, and I think I've said it on the podcast before, that by. In like the 90s, I was hanging out with some people and some Americans came over and they uh, and skateboarders and they were like amazed that we had ice as in they thought that we hadn't developed the technology to have refrigerators and freezers yet. Like this is how. What? Yeah. That's what they thought. They thought that they were going to come to a place that was like no electricity in the 90s. That's how much information they had about Australia or they bothered to look into it. Like, oh, you guys have ice here too. Like, I'm like, oh my God. What? I know. That's the extent of some of these people. These people. We have the Chico Roll ad, mate. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I know. Fucking idiots. God. They wouldn't have known that. No, but yeah, I... it just shows the, uh, what, like the closed mindedness and Ignorance. the, and the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the fenced inness of America. If it's not American, they're not interested. They're okay, essentially they think Canada. Like they think stuff in Canada, like stuff like that. Some of them think. What? Like, like yeah, I know, and that's like, to me, I still feel that like Canada's part of America, but like it's not. But no, no, no. It's like if I was going to go to America, I'd go to Canada. Yeah, instead. same. It's just a better version of America. Yeah, it's nicer. 
Stupid. Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Stupid America. America. Uh, sorry if you're an American listener. Yes. <laughs> I don't really hate America. I got no qualms it, but I do know you guys have ice. Yeah, clearly. An ice problem. And yes, refrigerators. So Australia. But, you know, so, okay. So I like that this movie does, so he could have just remade the Sawney Bean in the 16th century and it wouldn't have been a great film. But the fact that he put it in the the desert around nuclear test site and made it so that these people are the people that lived in this area who over years of nuclear testing, they all started to mutate and then, you know, you're not just going to be able to go walk into your local 7-Eleven and get a slushy because you face is all fucked up. Because you got up. 10 heads. Because Yeah, you got 10 heads and three Which is testicles. your whole family <laughs> attached to you. all just attached to you. Um, so, you know, they, they do what they can to survive. And, you know, if, if you're hunting within a certain area, like, you know, that the animal, the local flora and fauna, the fauna will figure out that this is what's happening and they will not come near you. So you're going to have to source food somewhere else. Like... There's no Uber Eats. You just got to rely on... Uber Hills Eats. Yeah. You got to rely on some tourists driving past and they... So they didn't even have any animals to eat either. I'd say no. And I mean, even if they did have animals, a lot of them would have been like eviscerated. How many people were in the Hills Have Eyes in their group? Wouldn't mean a thousand, would it? It was a smaller group, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was like like a family. So it was like maybe a family of five or six. Yeah, it's a better, <laughs> a lot more believable. <laughs> Thousand yeah. people just haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's that's a big number of cannibals. Yeah, so the original one was like more ridiculous than the film <laughs> when you think about it. A thousand people, like like a clan. Maybe though that well, it was a clan of a dozen people killing of a, a, a dozen cannibals killing a, over a thousand. People. Oh, okay. So it's not a thousand cannibals. Killing oh, yeah, people. I read the wrong. Way. That would have been cool. I would have watched that. Century. Film. What year is? What years is that? Is that like the sixteen hundreds? Is that what that means? Probably. You don't know, do you? No. Because <laughs> you go, oh, sixteenth century, not a problem. You look it up, and it's like thirteen AD, and you're like, what? Fuck you, and your math <laughs> years and whatnot. No, okay what what have I got now? Is that it? Are you that's done? That's it. Yeah, that's you're kills compl- advice. You're completely done. My fourth one is Child's Play. Oh. 1988. I did not know this was like based on a true story. I did. Did you? Yep. All oh, right. So I knew that Annabelle was, but Jesus Christ, Chucky. So Chucky's story was inspired by uh, by a doll named Robert. <laughs> Robert. Robert. Uh, Robert, a haunted doll that allegedly talked and inspired fits of rage um, in its young owner. So basically it made him have like seizures uh, or fits of rage. Is that uh, Robert is, uh, and you can go see Robert. He exists. He is real. He is on display in the Florida, uh, in the Florida Key West Martello Museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what does Robert look like? He does not look anything like Chucky. So this is a really cool story because uh, the, the, the story behind Robert as well is if you go, you have to ask permission to have your fo- to have a photo of him. So if you just walk in there and you're like, hey, stupid dog, click photo, um, chances are that a lot of bad shit is going oh, so to happen to you. You have to ask the dog's permission. You have to ask the dog's permission before you take a photo. If what? you don't, a lot of horrible stuff happens and stories have been told that people have come in, they've taken photos without permission and they end up, mailing the photo back 
with a letter apologizing. There's a, and he to is Robert. actually I've got a photo of him here. He's set up and all the letters of apology are yeah. around him. He has a fucked up dog as well. Yes. He is a scary looking doll. He is still a creepy doll, but like he's not Chucky level creepy and he's not I reckon he is. His face is I think all weird. Like it's weird. It is one of those weird kind of like faceless face dolls. Am I going to get in trouble just by like looking at the photo of him? No. Because I'm guessing that someone asked, I don't fucking know. They asked permission to put his right, maybe I'll ask him. photo Robert, on the internet. <laughs> can I look at photos of you? <laughs> cool. Thank you, Robert. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, this is something that I kind of, like, I find it very fascinating. So the people have written letters apologizing and um, that's fine? Yeah. So they found the they found the ring floor in it. Like, yeah, they in, found like, the ring floor. It's like if you just send a letter of apology, all is forgiven, and you can go about your life. He's in a little sailor suit. He is, which is just terrifying. So look up pictures of Robert. You'll probably put pictures of Robert the doll up, won't you? Oh, I on will. Our site, on our socials. Yeah. So this this blew me away as well. I didn't know Robert existed. Like, what sort of horror man doesn't know that Chucky's real? Although he isn't that, what was he called? The Louisville Strangler or something? Or where was he from? Like Chucky. Uh, oh, fuck. I can't remember. Yeah. Or was it just a place? I can't yeah. remember. And what was his name? Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously you've got a guy being, putting his body, his soul into a doll, which is then possess the doll to make the doll do horrible things. Whereas this doll possesses young children to do horrible things. A haunted doll that allegedly talked and inspired fits of rage in its young owner. Only one one owner. So it didn't do it to more than one person. Yeah. And maybe that kid was just severely traumatized. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel as well like it's some a lot of a lot of other stuff would have to happen for this doll to end up in a museum. That's true. Like it couldn't just be like, Oh yeah, my kid was saying that this doll talked and made him angry. Yeah, but it could have been the first as in, like, the first uh, instance of people blaming a toy. Yeah, maybe. It was in, what year was it? It doesn't say. I don't know. I didn't look that up. Robert the doll. Robert the motherfucking doll. Don't take a photo of him. It'll fuck you up if you don't ask him. Oh, God. <laughs> What's your last one? All right. This is so going to be a short episode. This is a great short episode. Uh, so my last one for the day is, of course, The Amityville Horror, 1979. Um, it is based on uh, Jay Anson's book, uh, and it's well-known retelling of Donald, uh, Ronald J. DeFeo. De Sorry, my fucking Invisaligns are killing Junior. Me. Junior, real-life murder of his parents and four siblings, and the events that experience uh, that the owners, the next owners experience. So in the house. In the house. So yeah. So uh, Ronnie, he basically said that there was. De demonic something in the house. It was making him angry. It was making him depressed and make telling him to kill his family. Um, even now, like... Te the textbook crazy person. Yeah, textbook crazy person. Um, but even now, like, you know, if you look about how many people in the house were killed by shotgun, none of them woke up at any point and in this fucking house. Like, there's a whole thing about it, but... Oh, so he shotgunned them all, but none of them woke. He heard yeah. any of the others getting hurt. Yeah. There's, so there's absolutely no one in the house that is, um, they're all in bed. So and there's no defense wounds. So it's like no one's woken up and gone, oh no, and been shotgunned in the face. He just kind of 
you know, walks in, puts the sheet over them and... Maybe it was a stormy night and he did it just on every like, thunderclap. Yeah, that's smart. Like in uh, Shawshank Redemption. You've yeah. been thunderclapped. <laughs> um, and of course we get the, the next film is... Uh, sorry, the next family that we sort of... Is the... Um, I fucking can't remember the name of the family. That moves in. Yeah. The next family. Isn't the next the family. Um, is it in the film or in real life? So the film and real life... Um, this, this family move in, it's like the perfect home, but why is it so cheap? They sink all their money into her and everything seems fine. And then shit starts to happen and they get really like, but they don't want to leave because they sunk all their money into it. But then the dad starts to act real fucked up and, you know. Did that, he, Did they know about the previous owners? Like, I think they would have known it going in. And I mean, even... Because then that were like cause you more to think that it was going to affect you if you didn't know if in real life they didn't know it yeah and then it happened again you'd be like okay well how did they they didn't know yeah but but like people's minds are pretty weird that if if you know that it happened you could make it happen again in your own oh yeah for sure you could definitely do that um but i think yeah you're playing like devil's advocate i I just want to know like how real it is because i don't believe anything but also like you have to i think if there's someone selling you a house they legally have to tell you that someone has died there especially if like five people died there by shotgun i mean you kind of want to know you have to tell you that why does it matter well i think it's kind of important like would do you want to buy a murder house maybe i have i know that i know that my house here that someone died in it yeah how do you know i've had what how do you know um, because their family came over and told us. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like their, uh, the person's brother used to like look after the house and he, he came over when we moved in to go, if you need any hand and just, just mentioned it. I'm yeah. Like, oh, cool. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. But yeah, um, so that'll, uh, I think that'll kick us off for the, the episode on our Inspired. Yeah, so that was that was kind of fun. I find that interesting. I actually, we, we probably could have added a couple more now that I think about it because there's so many. Like, look into this. Got just right horror movies based on true stories, and it's it's like the lists are like 110 movies based on horror movies. Yeah, based like on at true any stories. given point, there's like something is always inspiring, and that's that's the whole thing about storytelling. Is storytelling is always inspiring something, which will then inspire something else to then inspire. Blah, 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 there's blah, no blah. new stories. No. No. They're all based on facts. <laughs> They're all based on bl- jellyfish from space. Jellyfish from space. Look up the je- jelly, the jellyfish, the, the raining jelly. Okay. It's a real thing. I'll look it up. It's so weird. There's videos of it where people picking it up and looking at it. Like, don't yeah. touch it. Why not? Have you not learned anything? It's not pink, though. You don't know where it's it came from. It's not 80s pink. <laughs> Therefore, it's fine if I've learned anything from the blob and paper girls. <laughs> as long as it's not 80s pink, you'll be fine. Oh, they say that about everything. Okay, so before we start, I also want to take a moment to thank our listeners for interacting with us over the past fortnight. People like Chris Franks, Adam Gillespie, um, The Never News. What are some other ones, Jen? Chris Franks. I've said to him. Well, he gets a double shout out. Bryn Phillips, who has got COVID, the fucker. Oh, I know. Poor has thing. he really? He does. Yeah. Dion. Dion, the yeah. mums. Kevin Patterson. Yep. All you guys. Uh, uh, um, Adam Kister, uh, Ringo Stalin. All you guys that always comment and help us move along. Dave's Video Graveyard. Cripsy. 
Sam Crypt of the Comic Thoughts. Comic Thoughts. Thoughts. Um, also, Jay's Video Graveyard of the same name podcast. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Underground the, Records. Underground Records. They often like do a little like sexy comment. I Lin- love a sexy Linda. Is that your mum? That's my mum. Linda. <laughs> Linda Favel. That's my mum. Um, She's Sarah, a Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Salvon, William Arthur. Yeah. Top fan. Top fan. Is he? Yep. Nice. Uh, th- these kind of people. Uh, we thank you for help. Uh, you know, making our community grow. A little community. It's yeah. A, it's a very like you know, a very personal and sexy community. It's intimate. Um. <laughs> Didn't, I couldn't go anywhere from that. We're available <laughs> on all major podcasting services, so please make sure to, you know, just look for us on your favourite podcasting service. Just search for us. Just search for Television Horror Podcast. If you we can't find up. us, move to a different podcasting service. Yeah, or that I, – I doubt you could not find us out. Yeah. Well, I, I turned my Plex on the other day and searched, and we were on that. Yes. Uh, we've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram to search for us, and that's it. Welcome to – that's the end of – that's the – that's that's – uh, horror-based true stories 101. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I've lost uh, it. I'm tired. It, we're, we're, it's been a week. Uh, thanks, guys. Be kind. Rewind. Rewind.